Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Swift Epics here, and you're listening to the Dual Perspective number seven. And I'm here with Rams. What's up, Rams? Hey, dude. I'm holding the coffin. Hang on. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was holding the coffin. I was just like, can't cop over the intro. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. How you doing? Yeah, I'm cool, man. But um, I'm sure you know. Well, of course you know. It's been cold as shit in the UK. It's been freezing. Past week. You know, snow and all sorts. <laughs> and I, I feel bad for the people in Scotland because, like, they're getting, like, minus 18 oh. degrees temperature. I don't feel bad for them. They're used to this. They live in the mountains. <laughs> yeah, true. They just pride in it. They'll stage dive in the friggin' snow if they have to. Yeah, man. But it's just been super cold. So I've just been trying to endure all that, basically. Yeah, we got, like, a load of... Well, we didn't get a lot of snow, but it's just been cold as heck, and it's just gotten icy, and some parts are just slippery. Um, how much snow is it back in Luton? Uh, there was a lot of snow, but it's all melted now. Uh, we got rain today. <laughs> that was kind of Yeah, rain. we had rain, so that's what kind of washed away all the snow. You know he'll be back, back with a vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> Mother Nature ain't done yet, so, you know, won't take us out. But this is our seventh episode, yeah? Yeah. Seventh, seventh episode of the Jewel Perspective. Um, not a lot really happened though, has it? I mean, we were talking, we are, we, yeah, we were talking about it before even starting this. It's just like, really? <laughs> there's, there's not that much. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we'll give uh, the basics of what happened the last two weeks. So, we'll do our best, basically. Um, Either way, we've both been pretty busy with our own thing. I mean, this time around, it's your fault. <laughs> this is getting delayed. Yeah, I apologise for the delay, but, you know, I've been very busy, you know, doing a lot of other things. People keep demanding my time. So, you know, it's been very difficult. Um, I would like to say, though, that we've had a couple people subscribing to the channel, which is good. So, you know, if you're listening right now, make sure you subscribe to us through iTunes and also write a review, like rate our podcast on iTunes and stuff. It, it just helps us get more recognition and we really, really appreciate it. So, yeah, make sure you do that. Also, like... The whole, you know, get together, just communicate on the site. I suppose. Yeah, we got a new comment system. You can log in with your um, with your Facebook and Twitter, and you know, just leave a comment. We're always happy to hear from you guys, so make sure you do that. It's cool. Either way, it's been helpful. The site's been growing, and um, it's been very, very cool. Even though we are busy ourselves. It's just been like a two-man running thing. Well, two man and a half if you include Ruthless Kid. <laughs> but, uh, now and then <laughs> he rides here and there. But yeah, it's been great. Like, just the sights improved, and we're really happy about it. I'm happy about it anyway because the few months I've been here on the site, and then we're starting to do all this whole, you know, podcast. Hopefully, in time, we'll do video podcasts and get more coverage of things and so on and so forth. It's been fun. It's been very fun. 
Yep, indeed. So, <laughs> with that being said, let's get into this week's topics. And, um, you know, we're going to start off with the beef topic. You know, we, we always seem to have some kind of beef topic. Well, actually, we kind of have two this week, but, you know. Um, <laughs> first one. One, one's just a bit stupid, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Very stupid. But the first one we're going to talk about is, of course, the Lil Kim vs. Nicki Minaj beef. Um, last week, Lil Kim actually released a diss track aimed at Nicki Minaj. It was called Black Friday. Uh, I'm sure you you guys may have heard the song on on the site. Maybe you know it was on the Coalition and the Epic Network, and you know almost every other entertainment site out there. So I'm sure you guys have heard it by now. So we, we don't need to play it for you guys. But um, Lil Kim definitely went hard on that track, man. Like, you know, I mean, it's it's a no-brainer, you know, when you compare Lil Kim to Nicki Minaj lyrically. That, you know, Lil Kim is way better lyrically. So, you know, she obviously kind of went hard on Nicki Minaj and... Recently, Nicki Minaj actually responded in the media and, you know, she was basically taking the high road. She was playing the fence, basically, saying, you know, I I mean, this is what Young Money does all the time. You know, she was acting kind of too big for Lil' Kim when, in fact, she was the one who sent subliminal shots at Lil' Kim in the first place. Yeah, I mean, now she's kind of backing away. Isn't it kind of like, I mean, I don't know, don't people realise that Nicki Minaj kind of started this first? Yeah. Did she, did she go at, like, all these female rappers and start before the whole Young Money signing and everything like that? Well, I mean, there's always, like, subliminal shots, or sometimes it's not even subliminal, sometimes, you know, you might just write a lyric, you might just write a lyric and, and you know, someone else will mm-hmm. think that you're talking about them. But pretty much, I mean, this is a regular thing that happens within, you know, the world of female MCs. Because even before Nicki Minaj, Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown and Eve, they never got along. They was always dissing each other. You know, Trina, you know, it's just... uh, Women are just bitches, man. (laughs) That's the best way to put it. Uh, I'm not talking about all you women out there, you know. I'm not talking about all you women who happen to be listening. I'm just talking about, you know, women in hip-hop. <laughs> yeah, they're just too bitchy, basically. You know, they they can't just accept that, you know, there's going to be more than one female rapper at any given time, you know? So, they're just always... Apologize to the female listeners. Just apologize quickly. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, them. I know, but... I was just referring to... Just in case, just in case, just apologize. Okay, I apologize, females out there. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> talking about you, I promise. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it's weird. I mean, I kind of got bored of this beef between the two because constantly we kept posting it up as well. We kept seeing that how Lil' Kim, she just kept going into these shoddy dark clubs and then just bitching and bitching and bitching and then to that point you're thinking well I was thinking anyway it's just like you know what Nicki Minaj is kind of kind of just taking it easy I mean for Nicki Minaj what would have been the best thing to do was just not reply to it simple 
But then she made the track Roman's Revenge, and it was blatantly a subliminal shot towards Lil' Kim. Yeah. And it's like you said, she just took the high road after that, saying, no, no, it wasn't a subliminal shot at all. It wasn't anything at all. She's just overreacting. I, I like her, blah, blah, blah. So, even then, like, you know, the best thing for Nicki Minaj should have done, she just should have shut the fuck up, really. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, um, in the world of hip-hop, you know, when it gets to this stage, it's all about respect and pride and, you know, <laughs> lyricism. And Nicki Minaj has been tested right now by Lil' Kim, you know, because Lil' Kim has taken it, you know, to the roots. She, like, she made a, a song going going right at Nicki Minaj, and she went in, you know, so Nicki Minaj is being tested right here. And the fact yeah. that it doesn't look like she's going to respond on record, you know, kind of makes her look, you know, soft now. Exactly. She won't, she won't make a straight-up diss track. She'll just do another song, like, really poppy, really, like, you know, that whole Harajuku thing she's taken so far now. The whole Barbie theme, like, she'll just send in, like, another subliminal message, and then again, she'll just deny, deny, deny. And it is, like you said, um, Young Money people, they keep doing this. Is uh, You know what's funny? Like, they just think they, they think they're so badass, but... They don't even have cheek in them. It's just kind of boring listening to them. You know what's funny about it, though? Nicki Minaj actually contradicted herself. Because um, <laughs> right after Roman's Revenge came out, she denied that she was talking about Lil' Kim. But, like, on, on the day her album came out, she did an interview. I think it was with, um... um wait, wait, wait. Who, who um, contradicted themselves? Lil' Kim or Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj. Right, okay, you said Lil' Kim before, but Karen... Oh, no, I meant Nicki Minaj, my yeah, bad. Okay. Yeah, she contradicted herself, because she, you know, first she said that Roman's Revenge wasn't about Lil' Kim, and then on um, on Hot 97, she did an interview, I think this was the day her album came out, and then she said it was about Lil' Kim. So, I think at that point, you know, she just wanted to use the whole thing to promote her album, and then, yeah. you know, that's when Lil' Kim said... Okay, you know what? Now it's time to really test this this bitch. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a diss track, aim aim right at her and see what she does then. You know. I mean, it's it's weird. It's like um, when she made the track, and then we saw another video of Lil Kim in her club full of like twenty six people or something. Yeah. And then she was like saying, I don't need to make a new track. I don't need to do this. I got my old track still living long and hard for me. <laughs> so I play my music. It's like, come on, Lil' Kim. You, you can do better than that, seriously. Um, you know, you're not going to literally get, let you know, Nicki Minaj say what she wants to say. Young Money have their words and whatever. And then just stand there and say your old songs are going to do it. Because the point is, I don't think anyone from Young Money kind of give respect to the old school thing i mean when we talk about constantly how hip-hop changes and stuff young money is kind of partly that reason why the whole open quotation you know modern hip-hop close quotation it's just like it's because young money in a sense you're listening to these rappers you know drake lil wayne lil kim and well not lil kim Nicki minaj and you kind of just 
absorbed to them. People are getting more absorbed to them. They ain't gonna focus on the old school shit, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it, it was kind of getting to that point where you know, I support Lil Kim in this beef no matter what. But if she's just gonna constantly go to clubs, say hello to shit herself, she's just no better than Nicki Minaj, you know, saying message. But she did release a diss track and, um, now, to me, I liked it. I thought it was alright. It was, as we say, you know, straight up in her face, straight up in salt. It was an actual, you know, it's a test, really, for Nicki Minaj to see what she does. And so far, she's doing the whole high road thing, and now it's, now it's like kind of the table's turned, in my view. I feel like Nicki Minaj taking the high route, whatever, the so-called high route of just like letting the money pour in blah 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 it's like no you need to respond to that you need to respond to Lil Kim see what yeah cause I mean real hip hop fans you know know that once you're tested by someone else you have to respond you know you have to let the fans know what's up you know that you have to let them know that you're, you're not gonna back down you have to fight for your respect you know but I mean in this case it's like Nicki Minaj is She's almost like a, a pop artist, you know, because a, a lot of her fans might not even be hardcore hip-hop fans. So in that case, I guess she feels like she doesn't need to respond to it because she's still going to be popular no matter what. But, you know, I mean, for from a real hip-hop, you know, a real hardcore hip-hop fan, I can tell you that, you know, she really needs to respond to this. Otherwise, she's going to lose respect from real hip-hop fans. So... But here's the thing, it's like, a lot of people that are fans of Nicki Minaj or whatever, they say, oh, Lil Kim's just bitter, you know? But then you think, seriously, can they not remember the fact that Nicki Minaj did start this? Nicki Minaj herself went at loads of female rappers. Like you said earlier, fair enough, the female rappers can be, can get bitchy and stuff, but Lil Kim didn't say anything at the time until, you know... Nicki Minaj started showing off all these Barbie Harajuku style thing that she was just. Doing. I think what set um Kim off, you know, the first time is like I mean, because Nicki Minaj was making a lot of subliminal references to what Lil Kim used to be, you know, siding with Puff Daddy, and you know, um, Lil Kim isn't she isn't on good terms with Diddy at the moment anyway. So when you know <laughs> Nicki Minaj. When big, when Diddy started, you know, bringing out Nicki Minaj and and Rick Ross and saying that this is the new Big and and Lil Kim, you know, that's what really made her mad as well. So and and you know, Nicki Minaj was using that whole thing as a subliminal way to get at her as well. So that's what really started the beef, in my opinion. I think that's where it really got triggered. Yeah, but they can't say Lil Kim bitter about that. I mean, at the end of the day. If that's the case, I mean, then P. Diddy's the king of the world, if you think about it. Because if, if Diddy's the one that's saying Nicki Minaj is the new Lil' Kim, then possibly it's him saying, alright, act like this, put this wig on, <laughs> wear this, act like you're a Barbie, act like you're a toy, this and that. Same things Lil' Kim were, you know, there's obviously that image floating around everywhere. Where it's like, you know, comparing the two rappers of Lil' Kim and Nicki Minaj, both doing the exact same um, looks and everything. The plastic face, the fake smile, the whole bikini and, you know, 
and all that stuff. It's um, to say Lil Kim's bitter. It's not the case. It's just at the end of the day, Nicki Minaj did copy her style and kind of twisted it into this more weird hip pop sort of thing. And you know, it's a it is a little disrespectful to Lil Kim at the end of the day because. Well, you know, you're just mocking the style at the end of the day, and you took subliminal shots whilst then saying, "No, no, I didn't." But yeah. then Lil Kim shouldn't really have to expect someone to say thank you just because you know <laughs> someone's copying you. If anything, you'd fucking sue them, <laughs> or you know, you just get more angry. Don't want anyone to say thank you for that. You laugh at the face because that's what it was. It's like Nicki Minaj ain't really the. I don't know. I can't. I, I don't want to say she's not really a rapper because she can rap. She can. When you give her a beat and when you give her that moment to kind of sp- spit words and whatever, she will do it. She but just. She just doesn't choose to. She like, just doesn't choose to, and yeah. she's just kind of putting that whole image off her, which isn't really her in a sense. You know, but it's. Still copying and mimicking something old, trying to make it more modern, which I mean, ain't she, working. Nicki Minaj herself even admitted that she's a gimmick. Like, because in an interview, I remember her saying that, um, you know, once once Lil Wayne took interest in her, she felt it was time to, you know, um, change her style basically to fit yeah. ma- to to fit mainstream media. So she even admits herself that she's just a gimmick right now. Well, we're going to talk about this later on, aren't we? About the whole gimmick idea. Yeah. That's one of our topics. Yeah, that's one of our discussions later on. So, I guess we'll go more on that later on in detail. But, all in all, I mean, I, I like the track. I thought it was alright. It wasn't anything perfect, but not a lot of beef tracks are at the end of the day. You, know, you just get a sample of an instrumental and then you just say what's on your mind. Yeah, I mean, these tracks are really um, meant to be off the record. You know, they're not they're not meant to be um, seen as like album material or anything like that. They're just you know, it's just a test of of lyricism between yeah. two artists, two yeah. or more artists. So yeah, and I think she went she went in. Yeah, I think she like made her point clear and stuff like that, and it was quite yeah. It was quite. It would feel like an insult towards Nicki Minaj, but again, if Nicki Minaj says she's taking the high road and not paying attention, but then obviously we'll hear a track where she subliminally disses her again, and so let it be. I guess. Are we playing the track, or are we just going to leave it? Oh well, um, we might play it at the very end of the the podcast. You know, just to. Give you guys a, a reminder, but you you can check it out on the epicnetwork.com. Um, I, I'll post a link in the in the thread as well, just in case you want to download it. So, yeah. Cool. What's your but, overall thought of it? Though? Huh? What's your overall thought of it? I mean, do you think Nicky will respond? Do you think it's just going to be the uh, same? My overall thought is, you know, Nick, uh, Lil Kim definitely went hard. You know, there's no denying that that this track was straight fire. She murdered Nicki Minaj lyrically, and you know, I I don't think Nicki Minaj is gonna respond because she doesn't feel that she needs to. You know, her album just came out. 
she sold a fair amount of records you know she's she feels like she's on top of the world right now so i don't think she she will respond fair enough do you think this gives off a platform though for little kim to actually go back into making music and stuff I mean, obviously she uh, I mean, she could she could have made music anytime she wants to. I think she's just focusing on other things right now. Like she's focusing on a lot of business ventures right now. So yeah. she's not really too focused on the music. This was just something, you know, to basically say fuck you. <laughs> State of make you know, make a statement even. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, she's apparently on um, Dr. Dre's album, Detox. So it's much. like, so is every rapper out. So is apparently every rapper, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Well, I mean, at least that's making progress in the sense with Kush and everything that yeah. came out. So. But yeah, I suppose we were on agree then that Lil Kim made a pretty good diss track, <laughs> and we will have to wait and see what happens after that. Then, really. Yeah. And speaking of disses, you know. <laughs> perfect segue into our next topic <laughs> Charles Hamilton is off his rocker again uh, oh we all know he was in um, a mental institution earlier this year in Arkham Asylum um, <laughs> and now you know I mean I, I really just don't understand this because I remember he um, he had wrote Eminem a, a letter like a basically a fan letter it was basically like fan mail and he was just saying how much he respects Eminem and you know when when recovery came out he was on Eminem's dick saying oh this track um I'm not afraid you know it speaks to me I really love this song and blah 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 and now all of a sudden this is Eminem in a freestyle what's up with that I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I mean, we only just listened to it now. I mean, I only heard it about an hour ago, to be honest. So it's still a bit sketchy to me, but it's such a shit track. <laughs> it's so <laughs> boring to listen to. It really is just boring. Yeah, I, I don't know what's up with Charles. Like, he's he's really hit or miss. I mean, he's had some really good music in the past, but. Lately, a lot of his music has just been sucking. Like, I don't get it. Like, I'm, it's it's to the point where I'm even wondering if he's being serious, like, or if it's meant to be a joke or something. It's just at the end of each verse, he's like, "I dropped the greatest verse." No, you didn't. <laughs> Yo, that's just worse than Brian Pumper, and that's saying something, man. That's really saying something. Brian Pumper, he's shit. He <laughs> <laughs> is. But Charles Hamilton. <laughs> it's like I can listen to Pumper for the fact that he's so bad it's unintentionally funny. Yeah. Charles Hamilton is just bad. He's just And it's not funny. It's not even funny. It's not even <sighs> Why is he going after Eminem? What's up with him? Why is everyone going after Eminem? I don't know, that I'm I'm thinking like I mean this seems exactly like the song Stan. You know, <laughs> Eminem's song "Stan." Yeah, it's yeah. exactly like like that song to me because first he's writing Eminem fan letters, and you know, then he turns around and disses him. So. <laughs> he's on the driveway making that diss track right then and there. <laughs> yeah, like next he's gonna drive off of a bridge or something. <laughs> 
forgot this bridge is closed down. <laughs> no, I, can we even say much about this? I, mean, I don't know. Charles Hamilton. Does anyone still care about him? Is he is still? He um, really is good? he still in the um chess club thing? No, oh, he left, didn't he? Oh, didn't yeah. he write that long letter like he would? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and he, he was listening while they and everything. Yeah, he's saying something about um uh was it Wally? Wally even sorry. Um Yeah, he goes, Oh, I complimented Wally and Wally only turned around to like insult me, blah blah blah. I'm waiting for someone else he mentioned he mentioned someone's name to start a beef with him. Or Oh no no, it was uh Blue. He said blue and him won't ever get along ever again, blah blah blah. And then he goes, I'm waiting for Wale to state his beef at me. And then he was like, you know, I'm only gonna work with J. Cole because I consider me and him the best rappers alive right now in the world. And he goes, Lupe Fiasco, if you wanna make a track with me, just contact me. Is J. Cole even cool with this dude? Like, what the hell? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Right, but Cole's he's probably not even cool with this dude. Because I remember when, um, um, you've heard of Jay Dilla, right? The producer. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, he's he's a famous producer from Detroit. Um, unfortunately, he's dead now and everything. Rest in peace. But basically, Charles Hamilton said that Jay Dilla made him a beat when really he didn't. You know, so that's kind of a mockery to, you know, a dead person. Kind of is. I mean, Charles Hamilton tends to say anything, hence why these tracks are made, um, and they're shit, because he's just got a stupid mind going on right now, and, um, you know, it, it, when he says stuff like, um, Lupe, if you want to make a track with me, you call me up, blah, 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 as, he was saying it as if, you know, he's the bigger star right now, between him and Lupe, and then on this track as well, he mentioned, it's not a diss towards Lupe, but it's like he's saying he wants to hear more Lupe. He goes, uh, fuck that Atlantic, I want more Lupe. Because I thought at first that was kind of a diss towards Fiasco, saying, um, you know, fuck the fact that everyone wanted to hear Lupe Fiasco, and considering the whole All City Chess Club thing, um, he might be taking a little shot at Lupe for a second there. But I think it turned out it was just a shot at Atlantic for the whole Lupe Fiasco drama that happened. And he's a little slow on that because we already got a release date now for Lasers, <laughs> um, March 8, 2011. Um, I don't know, he's really weird. Maybe he's bipolar. Maybe him and Game should like get together and make a track. Yeah, they should, cause like obviously <laughs> they're obviously they're both bipolar, you know. Cause they they should make a track. I mean, it's no disrespect at all to people with a bipolar at all or anything. It's just the way people are stupid, basically. It's basically Charles Hamilton and Game are just stupid. They should make a track of like pleading and wanting to do stuff with other people, and then their second verse should be, "No, fuck that, I hate them." I mean, Game did that again just recently, like, because on Twitter he was, he was, um, sending messages to 50 Cent saying, oh, we, we need to reunite, it's time to reunite, uh, let's reunite the unit and blah, blah, blah. 
And then last week he came out dissing Lloyd Banks for his album sales and shit. So it's like, what the hell? Make up your mind what you want to do. Exactly. Fix yourself up. And when's his album coming out? Even. See, that's the thing. Like his album was supposed to come out like ages ago, and exactly. it just kept getting pushed back. What's funny is we even had a poll on it, like saying whose album are you most anticipatingly waiting for, you know? And he got no votes. <laughs> he got none vote, no votes whatsoever. And at the end of it, Eminem was like the victor. But um, <laughs> Charles Hamilton, back to him. I don't know what's up with him. He's kind of in the same situation. He doesn't have any plans going on, does he? Has he got an album coming out? No. Well, not that I know of. I, I think he just released a mixtape. But that's about it. What, a, a latest mixtape? Because I remember you sent me that one mixtape, which had the nah, Jay-Z He released list. a new one just, like, I think yesterday he released it. Oh, is I still need to check it out. Is this his way of saying that, um, you know, he doesn't want to go mainstream or whatever because all the rappers there are blah, 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 rubbish and all that stuff? Oh, I mean, he doesn't even have a record deal as far as I know. Does he not? I I thought he was still with Interscope. Nah, he got dropped ages ago from Interscope. Like, dude, this was like last year, 2009. Oh, well, that's how much updated I am. Damn, because I know... Wale, right? Wale, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, Wale, he's still in its scope, but um, I know Charles was meant to be there, and um, I suppose he got dropped. Um, yeah, he got dropped. Ah, I don't know. Charles is weird. I mean, you know, he made that last mixtape, which I remember you sent me, and it had the Jay Z diss on that as well. So yeah. why is he going at Jay Z? He's just going at anyone. He's just crazy. He's not in the right frame of mind. He needs to go back to the asylum. And stop painting his fingernails. Yeah, that too. <laughs> we should bring Blackbuster on this one time. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shouts to Blackbuster. We can go on more about um, Charles Hamilton than we can. We just know he's an idiot fact. But Char- um, Blackbuster critic, uh, YouTube star and everything like that, go check him out, obviously. He... Um, that that one video he did is <laughs> just just pretty much a perfect example of how loopy Charles Hamilton is and everything. And he even got a respond apparently response even apparently to one of Charles Hamilton's friends or something yeah, like that. Yeah, some someone someone from Charles Hamilton's representation actually hit up Blackbuster Critic about that video. So oh, wow. that was kinda interesting. But yeah, I mean that would be great if we could get Blackbuster on as a guest one day. I'm, I'll, I'll present the idea to him. But um, we're, we're open to having anyone as a guest too. So, you know, people, you need to hit us up. So. Definitely. Um, all in all, Charles Hamilton, crazy. No one cares about him. Um, yeah. yeah. That's that's that one, really. Right. <laughs> time, time for our first song now. Um, this is Rams's choice, and uh, do you want to let the people know what it is? Dr. Dre and Eminem, I Need a Doctor. It's a wicked track. It's about, basically, Eminem calling Dr. Dre.
basically it's like um it's like the two French track. There's a lot of serious stories to it, basically. You can make out the passion between it. Not in that weird love way, but there's like a strong connection between the two and yeah, it's a it's an amazing track. It got leaked. I don't know if it was leaked or it was just released. Um but it's produced by Alex the Kid. Um and it was leaked about a few days after Kush. Um, it's a wicked track. I really like it a lot. It's been on my iPod constantly, just listening to it over and over again on loop. So on your iPod or your iPhone? iPod. See, I got the uh, little iPod, the new Nano. Oh, okay. Because I was going to use it for running and stuff, which I still plan to, but um, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, yeah. So it's on my iPod. I don't really listen to my music on my iPhone that much. Yeah, you're just like me. I've got an iPhone, and I've also got an iPod Nano as well. But I don't really listen to music on my iPhone. I just play apps on it. I've only got, like, four songs on my... No, three. No. Yeah, four. Sorry. <laughs> I've only got four songs. One I just put there by accident, because I was... What, your play. iPhone? Huh? On your iPhone or iPod? Yeah, on my iPhone. On my yeah. iPod, I've got about... 2,000-something songs on there. I mean, I can't even take that much, to be honest. I've got more songs, but... Yeah, I've just been playing games on my iPhone instead, man. It's, it's all about the games. It's all about the apps at the end of the day. Yeah, man. I'm, but, I'm trying to see if I can get an Epic Network app made. <laughs> In time, I suppose. <laughs> We're still a growing site, so... See how it goes, really. But yeah, first song, Dr. Dre and Eminem, I Need a Doctor. Check it out. Alright, we'll be back after this.
could never repay you What you did for me is way more But I ain't giving up faith And you ain't giving up on me Get up, Dre I'm dying, I need you Come back for fuck's sake I'm about to Fucking backstabbers with the trips were down, you just laughed at us Now you about to feel the fucking wrath of aftermath, faggots You gon' see us in our lab jackets and ask where the fuck we been You can kiss my indecisive ass crack maggots and the crackers ass Lil' Cracker Jack making whack ass backwards producers I'm back, bastards One more CD and then I'm packing up my bags And as I'm leaving I guarantee they'll scream Trey don't leave us like that, man, cause back hope you enjoyed the song um so now we're gonna get into our our unique debate well not debate just discussion um you know th- this one was inspired by a video that dropped recently featuring Sirius Jones uh, basically in the video you know I posted it up on the site um, they was discussing you know whether hip-hop is all about gimmicks and if it's only gimmicks that sell these days basically and um you know i i i, I agreed 100 percent with everything sirius jones said you know because he was basically saying that he could um you know he could create a gimmick right now and you know put his his life on youtube basically or whatever and then he'd probably start selling you know millions of records maybe but he doesn't want to do that he wants to speak to the people through his lyrics and that's what an artist should be doing you know instead of doing all this other crazy crap that they do you know with viral videos and you know all these crazy stunts that people do nowadays to sell records and you know i agree 100 percent with him so but what do you what do you think rams um i'm more or less the same Pretty much, I pretty I do agree that you know I'd rather say the lyrics. I'd rather perform with my lyrics having a meaning to them, rather than play up a character that I'm not. 
and just show it to the world and then have them get me rich by YouTube views and sponsorships and sponsorships even and all that stuff. See, uh, this, is, this is where I agree though because we live in a world right now, right, where a whack rapper like Ryan Pumper or, <laughs> or 50 Tyson, <laughs> you know, or any of the, like Eli Porter or any of these whack rappers, right, they're more popular than, you know, some of the most gifted lyricists out there, you know, just because of their gimmick. People know that these rappers are whack. They know that they can't rap properly, but, you know, because because of their gimmick, you know, people like Brian Pumper are getting millions of hits on YouTube. So, well, technically, Brian Pumper isn't a gimmick. He's just a porn star. So... I mean, <laughs> it, it's yeah, it, it's a real life gimmick, basically. You know, I mean, it could still be a gimmick. It, it could still be a gimmick if it's real. Yeah, he's just a walking joke, basically, and people are falling into it and such. But um, now, nah, same thing with um, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber started off on YouTube. Yeah, and then uh, he got popular through that way. Got a record deal. Everyone got confused as to like what the fuck is this kid doing hanging out with Usher? Why is hang- Usher hanging out with a child? Is he weird? Yes, he <laughs> is. And he made a song then with Ludacris, and then that was even more confusing as to why the hell is Ludacris working with him? And Drake was in the video as well, that one. Um, and now everyone wants to work with Justin Bieber because they know it's easy money making. Kanye West did the same thing along with Raekwon and having Justin Bieber as the chorus. And Bieber himself has now created an alter ego called Shorty... What is it? Shorty Mane. Shorty Mane. <laughs> Shorty Mane. S-H-A-W-T-Y-M-A-N-E. Shorty Mane. Yeah. So, uh, have you heard his freestyle? Apparent freestyle. Yeah, when he um, freestyled over Vado's beat. I don't know what beat it was that he freestyled over, but... It wasn't even a freestyle, it was written and stuff. It was pretty much written and planned and all that stuff. But um, he's a gimmick, in a sense. <laughs> he's um, he's a good example of that. You know, he did his stuff over YouTube, singing your typical songs, being the little kid that he... Oh, how old is he, actually? Before I call him the little kid and all the fans will... Well, he's in his teens, right? Like, I don't 16, know. 17? Something like that, yeah. He's of a six-year-old, whatever. You know, just that whole gimmick he's put on. and Yeah, people, he got a record label. And um, it's not just even in the music world. It's, it's also the movies. It's also actors, you know just your simple idiots that you find on YouTube that you know Chris Crocker he's he's in a sense a gimmick because no one can like a twat like him no offense it's not the fact because of his sexuality or anything like that. he is literally just a twat <laughs> Perez Hilton's the same even he, he was before YouTube mind you but um, he's the same our blog our blog is better than yours yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with Sirius uh, in the fact that 
you know, it, it should all be about your words spoken. Because at the end of the day, you've got a story yeah. to tell, and you got the story which got you to your spot of where you are now, where you're rapping, where you got a record label, where you're making money, you got this fan base, you got to tell it to your fans how, you know, you got to inspire your fans, not put up this shitty gimmick, you know, put on a moustache and say, hello, muchísimo, <laughs> and, you know, garner YouTube hits like that way and stuff like that, you know? I, I do agree. I, I think you know it should all be about being real and um, you know just making your point through your words rather than an act that you're not. Yeah, I agree. Because um, at the end of the day, these people are called artists for a reason. You know, yeah, you're, you're meant to be creating some kind of art. You have an art form. You know, and that's why people are supposed to like you because of your talent. You know, but these days, huh? No, go and carry. Yeah, but these days, you know, I mean, it's it's not just the artists for either. You know, it's, it's actually the fans too. It's it's like because the majority of people are are the ones who are you know following these gimmicks and making them sell, basically. You know, if people didn't actually make these people sell, then you know it wouldn't be that way. And so I mean, yeah, there, there's blame on there's blame on both sides, basically. Yeah, I mean, end of the day, it is the people like us, the fans, and everything. We make them rich, and um, whether they want to take it that way and thanking the fans, or you know, giving them something to think about, you know, like a food for thought and all that stuff, that's totally up to them. Or whether they just want to glorify in themselves, saying me, 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 you know, then <laughs> whatever. But um, what was the debate about? What was like who debated opposite? Um, um, well, there was these, there was this girl in there. I can't remember her name. It was Glenny or something. But yeah, basically she was saying that um, the image is what makes her, you know, it, it's basically what makes her attach herself to an artist in the first place you know and then she she'll check out their music so basically she feels like the gimmick or the image is actually important because it's what you know make makes fans attach themselves to somebody so that was her argument but then Sirius Jones was like okay well you know I, I got loads of crazy shit that happens in my family so I could just go around recording this all day and put it on the internet and then people would probably, you know, start buying my music more. When in fact, you know, I I can just do it in my lyrics, and you know that that represents a true artist, because a true artist should be able to grip you with the words that they speak on their record. I mean, in a sense, that's how probably these phases grow. If you if you explain it in that way, like again, agreeing with Sirius and saying you may as well say it in your lyrics about the crazy crap that goes on with your family life your personal life your, the thoughts that go into your head and stuff like that yeah because it makes it more meaningful it makes it more deep music becomes more better in a sense when people listen to it they, just, they can actually relate because it's in a serious matter it's in, in no joke way form depending on how you want to perform it to be honest but most of the times when it's all about family and stuff it always is 
something serious. Um, but then that's probably how then these phases grow. You know, you have the emo phase, you have the chavs, you have like uh, hip hop's kind of turning into this certain phase now. You know, we mention it over and over again. It's changing itself. People are kind of going weird. They're, they're talking weird. They're looking weird. They're looking way too shiny for me now these days, man. But um, I think, yeah, I mean, that's how probably phases come about. You know, you look at the image first. You look at how they act. And for someone to record their family stuff, like their family crap going on, just to try and get views and try and get, like, a reputation to say, only to then say, listen to my stuff. That's yeah, because, like, check this out, though, right? Like, you're in music to make music. If you was... You know, if you became an entertainer to show your life on, on on a video on YouTube, then why don't you get into the TV industry instead? Like, you know what I mean? If you're in music yeah. to make music, then make music. You know, you don't you don't need to do all that extra crap. But you know, it's just something that they do because they know they can draw more people in and make more money, basically. So they're just being hustlers when they do all that. The sad thing about it, though, MTV's kind of gone in that direction as well and everything. They're not really about the music anymore. They are about the image first. They go towards the image, and then they'll be like, all right, listen to this stuff afterwards. Yeah, MTV is all about fads and and gimmicks. That's all they are. From YouTube. Have you seen him, the ginger kid? Yeah, I think you showed me it. I think I showed you it, didn't I? He was going on South Park and stuff like that. He's a phase. I mean, he's like doing all this shit about screwing over a camera and going on and on and on about how he's religious and don't make fun of ginger kids and he's fat, so what? Fuck you, blah blah blah. And then right at the end of the videos, it'll say, buy my t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's really? <laughs> You're gonna have a debate, like a 10 minute debate video. And then right at the end, there's going to be like an annotation that says, You can buy my t shirt, so don't hate Jesus or something like that. What a load of bollocks, man. You're such a crappy, crappy little promotion of yourself. Sometimes it's like, sometimes it's like people are actually being themselves at first, but because because their image catches on, you know, then they just begin to milk it and, you know, start selling t shirts and all this other corny shit. So, you know, sometimes it happens on accident and, you know, then they just decide to milk it. I mean, sometimes they're funny, but again, like the ginger kid, he, that is just not funny. You're just going to make a YouTube account to deliberately make yourself look like a fool by arguing about nothing and contradict yourself. And you're going to make money out that way. It's a lot of cat critics, a bunch of rednecks. <laughs> it's like a redneck move, literally. But um, yeah, uh, there's not much I can really say about it now. To be honest, I I totally agree with Sirius Jones. I think it is all about the music. It has to be about the music. It's your life. When you want to tell something, tell it through the music, not through just weird image, not through like these jokes and whatever. You'd rather have fans that will listen and appreciate you rather than fans that will mock you from the get-go. Yeah. And, you know... Because now, I mean, now it's just... It's super difficult 
for people who really have talent to be heard you know because maybe they don't have the best image but you know they they have amazing talent you know on the microphone yes. but it's hard for them to really get noticed now because even record labels are looking for image first because they want to you know naturally they want to sign somebody who will make them lots of money so mm. that's that really we can't I can't really I don't know what else I could say I mean I've always been about the old school way really I've always appreciated an artist more when they you know speak their mind and stay real uh, I, I just don't like the way things are changing at the moment and the way yeah, back in the day back in the 90s you had to really really grind to to get yeah. where you where you were but nowadays we're, we're living in the era of overnight celebrities now so yeah exactly i mean when you say we had to grind and stuff you had to work hard that was the kind of inspiration though you wanted no you know these people worked so hard to get to where they were and look at them now they're making money they're making you know load of friends fans and stuff like that it was it was the thing you wanted to look up to nowadays it's just like you can put on pink spandex a wig and a moustache and <laughs> you know literally seriously I, I think I might do that <laughs> um, Yo, you, you might just be a millionaire tomorrow if you do that I'll be a millionaire tomorrow I mean I think that's why J. Cole is kind of one of the artists we see nowadays that's kind of getting a good hype you know I mean he mentions it in his songs all the time like you know they ever every the only time he well what am I saying <laughs> he you know he, he was always about a family person he worried about his mum and he never trusted a lot of people he did his own thing he hustled his own way you know and um, eventually he's gotten to a spot where he is now and he says like you know his words are quite vigorous and stuff like that, but you know he's gone far, and you've got to respect him for that. And that's why you know I, I give him a lot of props because you know, he's relatable. At the end of the day, people can relate to him, people can understand his words, people can understand his life because he puts it out there in the songs. And then you're like, shit, this guy's gone through a lot. You know, I have a lot of respect for this dude. So that's how it should be. Uh, I think that's why J. Cole's one of the best that's quickly growing, you know, quickly making himself known and deserves the recognition. Whereas Drake, on the other hand, well... I mean, Drake was Drake. Drake was an actor before being a rapper, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, he was on that, what was it, Degrassi show? De was Degrassi, it? yeah. He was a wheelchair basketball player. Yeah. Something weird. But I, I don't think you know, there's nothing to be Drake in a sense. Most of his songs have been just about toking, smoking weed and um how well that one song was blatantly about Rihanna and then you know, all of a sudden now you see him making a track with Rihanna and it's like <laughs> the fuck do you want man? Yeah. I lost respect for Drake when he went at Ludacris for some reason. Um, the style of rap that they did, you know, when Ludacris made the song My Chick. 
Yeah. Yeah. And um, Drake went at him for that, saying, um, oh, everyone's copying our style. Me and Lil Wayne killed that style, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, fuck you, man. You just it made one song, and then now you think you're the shit because you signed with Beyond Money and everything. Not time. But yeah, that's my opinion. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with Sirius Jones. I agree with you. and Yeah. <laughs> cool. So make sure you guys let us know what you think as well in the comments. You know, definitely leave a comment on that discussion because it's something that's very interesting. So uh, moving on, we we now have our poll results. Results. Uh, <coughs> so I'm about to read them out, and the poll is actually going to be taken down as we speak. And then you know we're going to have a new one up, and then in a month's time, you know we'll give out the results of that new one. So the poll we've had the past month is which region makes the best hip hop. And you know the choices were East Coast, South, Midwest, West Coast, Other, or UK. And you know the um the actual results went in that order, with you know East Coast <laughs> being at the top, getting the most votes, and you know UK came last, which I'm kind of upset about. Where's all the UK people out there, man, representing? <laughs> but yeah, so to be UK. Fair, what is there? Okay. Other what? than the grime scene, fair enough. But is there a lot of? Could you say there's hip hop in the UK? Yeah, there's a lot of UK hip hop. It's just you don't really hear it on the radio or anything. You have to know where to look. So That's the... it's kind of difficult. That's... But yeah, you know, UK came in last place time. with uh, what was you saying? Did you say something? Uh, I just said tough times for us UK. Yeah, tough times indeed. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it is tough time. Tough times indeed. You know we're in the era of end dubs, and I hate end dubs. <laughs> they signed with Def Jam, though. I don't care. <laughs> like that. This is why I hate when U.S. <laughs> people come over here and sign people because they always sign the shittest artists from the U.K. Why do they always do that? I don't know, they need something. Maybe hip hop's running out of ideas and they're trying to scour something from the UK. So we just have to deal with them for the fact that yeah. <laughs> and dubs is the latest thing now. Apparently. Yeah, that's shit anyway. So back to the results. Um in last place, you know, is the UK with two votes. That's three percent of the votes. Um you know, just to be clear, 51 people voted in total. So, you know, only two of them voted for UK. Um, the next was other. So, you know, any other region that's not listed, basically. Three people voted. That's 6% of the voters. Um, then there that's was... Embarrassing. Say what? <laughs> so, for us UK people, that's like... <laughs> yeah, that is embarrassing, you know, we... <laughs> We, we we came behind other countries. How embarrassing is that? But yeah, um, <laughs> in fourth place is the West Coast with nine votes. That's eighteen percent. 
Um, I, I kind of thought they would come, you know, third or something, second or third. But oh well. Uh, Midwest. Uh, Midwest came in third place with nine votes. That's eighteen percent of the votes as well. Uh, South came second, which I'm surprised about. I thought most people were gonna put South first, but um, South came in second with eleven votes, twenty-two percent. And the East Coast. You know, which is what I agree with Is at number one With 17 votes That's 33% of the votes So yeah, I completely agree with the East Coast thing I mean, I, I would say East Coast or Midwest Is is the best region Yeah but, That was tough It was a good um, poll I think It was quite tough either. I chose Midwest at the end of the day yeah, I mean Midwest. Has been, Midwest has been putting out a lot of great music the past ten years. So, I mean, you've had Eminem, Kanye West, um, the Clips, J. Cole, yeah, Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, a lot of people coming from Chicago actually as well. So, yeah, Midwest is definitely yeah. good. Uh, the South is the home of, you know, crunk and and all that crap. So, what, what's your opinion on this week's results? Um, yeah, no, it's fair. I think uh, again, I, I voted Midwest, and I thought like I wanted to vote East Coast as well. You know, I, think. I mean, East Coast is New York is in the East Coast, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, and obviously one of my legend favorite rappers, two favorite legendary rappers, Mustaf and Talib Kweli. Pretty much listening to Mustaf got me into hip hop. It all started with Get a Rock, and that was it. But considering I started listening more to rappers like Common and Lupe Fiasco being my favorite in the hip hop genre. And then there's Eminem as well, who can always just make a track happen. Uh, clips, as you said. You know, those rappers were pretty decent. And, you know, you just fall into that category. And then Chicago is like one of the main places I want to go to as well, seeing the whole jazz scene. Um, even though it's all about hip hop at the moment that we were questioning. But I just fell in love with the whole Midwest stuff. Um, Twister as well you know brought in his little speed rap and everyone's got to love speed rap now and then Gemstones <clears throat> he's a undiscovered legend in the making I, I think anyway it's my opinion as uh, I think Sarah Green she's from the Midwest as well maybe Shayla G maybe Matthew Santos there's, there's a lot of great talent in the Midwest you know and people say uh, cities like Chicago especially is pretty much the New York of the Midwest so that's what I voted for but I was focusing on the polls I saw the South just creep up there right at the end <laughs> otherwise it would have just been the same as uh, West Coast and Midwest but uh, props yeah, to I'm, me I'm surprised that the South didn't win because you know the South has all those you know real popular Crappy crunk artists, you know, <laughs> and people like Lil Wayne and you know Lil John, and you know, I mean, the South has really kind of dominated the past decade, really. 
Yeah. They had T.I. as well. T.I.'s from the South, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's in jail now. Good times. But, uh... Nah, yeah. Props to East Coast. Um, just dominating. Got way ahead of it all. Uh, makes sense. Since East Coast has brilliant rappers. You've got Jay-Z, come on. Mentioned it again. Talib Kweli. Uh, Mustaf. Uh, Dr. Dre. You've got the old school people. Ice Cube as well. Come on, <laughs> Run DMC. Doctor Dre and Ice Cube are West Coast. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that one out, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. But yeah, um, and also you know you gotta remember that hip hop was born in the East. You know, it was born in New York. So the only problem is it has Diddy. <laughs> Yeah, but no one really considers Diddy a, a serious artist these days. Like, he's right. just he's just there to be there. East, okay, East Coast, West Coast. Tupac, he was East Coast, right? He was, well, he he represented West Coast, but he was um technically born in in the East Coast, but he moved to the West Coast. So, notorious. He, he reps West Coast though. What about notorious? Yeah, he's New York, so he's East. East. Alright, okay. <laughs> Alright, I know Snoop Dogg's West Coast. Yeah. I shouldn't know the Dogg's trailer, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What would you say? You voted East Coast, right? Yeah, I voted for East Coast because, you know, like, most of my favourite rappers have come from East Coast, so it was only natural that I was going to vote for East Coast. You got 50 Cent as well, I realise that. You're a big 50 Cent fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, he's from New York, so... Oh, I, I, mean... just, I find it funny about... No, go on, sorry, what you can say. Oh, yeah, no, not just 50. I mean, you know, Big L, Jay-Z, um, Notorious B.I.G., um, DMX, D-Block... You know, I mean, there's so many people who come from East Coast, like so many legends as well. Run DMC, um, Big Daddy Kane. You know, I could go on and on. So yeah, East Coast is a powerful region to me. But yeah, what was you gonna say? <laughs> it's, it's so funny about how others beat the UK. <laughs> yeah, that it's, that's hilarious. We took it, it L. It is. Um, what would you call J. Cole? I mean, he was born in Germany. So, I mean... Um... Others? He, <laughs> he, yeah, he was born in Germany, so he would technically be others, but, I mean, he represents, um... Midwest. Like, he's from North Carolina, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he represents that whole Midwest area. So... Yeah, so, it's pretty much all about what they represent. What they're referring. Yeah, yeah repping. I mean, basically where they grew up, you know, the majority yeah. of their life. Yeah. Fair enough. He, he came over, like, he went over to the US when he was a child, basically, a baby. So. Yeah. He was just born in Frankfurt. Yeah. <laughs> Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, it's all good, though. It was a good poll. Uh, I think it's, like, our second highest we got, or third, maybe. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm definitely impressed with the amount of people who voted on that one. But let, let's hope we can make the next one a lot higher well what is the next one though I mean weren't we going to do like the uh award 
system thingy. I don't know what what was. Oh yeah, we, we definitely need to announce that. Um, you know, we're we're gonna be doing year our yearly awards very soon. Me and Rams are gonna be discussing that. Um, we're announcing it today. You know, we're, we're definitely gonna be doing some year awards. Um, we're probably gonna do it in. Uh, well, I'm not quite sure how we're gonna do it, but we definitely want to do it in some way where, you know, users can give their input. You know, may it, whether it's you know we have two different types, you know, one where me and Rams give our opinions, and then you know we also do one where the fans give their opinions too via the poll. So we'll we'll discuss that in more detail. Should we invite the coalition crew to do it? Yeah, I think we should. You know, we can have like one big podcast with you know a couple of guests. You know, yeah, that would be interesting. Give, let them have their opinion and stuff. Because yeah. I know like Coalition are up Nicki Minaj quite a bit, and if we ever had a rookie award, I know obviously we would put Nicki Minaj in there and then see what they have to say. <laughs> I am very confused why. Well, there's only um, I think me and Carl are the only ones who listen to Nicki Minaj. From the coalition, so fair enough. Got a lot of readers that say the same. You know, I don't know. I just want to see what all said. It'll be good to have different opinions again, as you said, from the readers that are listening to this right now. And you know, since the coalition is your thing as well, yeah, the coalition will also be doing yearly awards, of course. You know, video games and all that stuff. So definitely look out for that. Cool. Uh, in the meantime, when's our new poll up? Our new poll will be going up tomorrow. Well, if well, you guys are, if you guys are listening to this, it should be up now or soon because you know we're, we're going to discuss the poll after this podcast and then it will go up the same day the podcast goes up, which is Monday. So sweet. Yeah. Make sure you vote, people. So now we're going to get into our final song and then, you know, we'll just give our final thoughts on whatever and then we'll be gone. So um, my song choice for this week is a UK artist. You know, I had to let you guys know that UK has some good artists out here because you guys didn't vote for the UK, you know, so I had to let you know what's up. So, um... Klashnikov, you know, he's a UK artist, um, one of my favourite UK hip-hop artists, you know, he's not down with the whole grime thing, you know, he's he's, ba- he's not part of the grime genre at all, he's basically, you know, just strictly hip-hop, but obviously from a UK perspective, so uh, this song is called All I Got, it's from his first album, um, uh, what was his first album called again, oh, The Sagas of can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> I, there's no UK favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but and that's about it. You don't remember the rest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should have remembered that, like, because I listened to the album like dozens of times. Fair enough. Well, yeah. Hope you guys enjoy the song. Uh, we'll be back afterwards. So check it out. Yeah, yeah, what? Oh yeah, 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 ye
That's like seven steps away from heaven Can you imagine like John Lennon Catching your own fish and growing your own melon As the sun beckons Me and my son watch the sun setting Still the feeling in my heart is unsettling I'm stalked by reality and haunted by depression As his lessons manifest All I've got in this world is my son and my words Spit verse after verse Your brothers bending like curbs You spend a third of what they earn On some drawers, some herbs Wars fought over turf Lives lost over pieces of dirt Eat my words They're like healing herbs But bitter like surrogacy When used held in custody TDA, GBH There's no escape I'll be trapped in an estate With a ghetto mind state It's not a joke anymore Told you before I keep a shetty by the door By law That's not a metaphor It's martial law Snake verse eagle claw Feds burst through your door You're sworn to keep the locked jaw Hell free to four Now you're jailing on tour Carving your name inside the cell walls Cold D's A wall Screws busting balls, frustrated brothers busting shots for the cause. As the cameras record what occurred on the mission, shot in pulp fiction. Screw face fellas is cursed with blurred vision. Through simple words, your whole life could be missing. It's action, reaction. Reload the ammo to obtain satisfaction. Surround sounds clash like Sokoxon and Saxon. Sids in every section. Everything will be revealed with reflection In guns some trust, but trust a blind man's weapon In times of warfare, I show no discretion It's depressing, I talk on the resin Blow the smoke into the heavens Surrounded by the natural essence Kids with weapons, the parents need protection By any means be ever ready to defend Defend, defend, defend Overstand blood, yeah, yeah, yeah all I got in this world is my son and my words Spit verse after verse, your brothers bending like curbs You spend a third of what they earn on some drawers, some herbs Wars fought over turf, lives lost over pieces of dirt Heed my words, they're like healing herbs But bitter like surrogacy when you held in custody TDA, GBH, there's no escape when you trapped in an estate With a ghetto mind state Yeah, it's not a joke mate back hope you guys enjoyed the song let us know your thoughts on all the music we play um so yeah final thoughts rams got anything to say anything to add mm, no 
I don't think so anyway I mean it's pretty straightforward yeah. uh, anything else you want to discuss quickly before we leave that wasn't a part of our podcast um no <laughs> there I, is. Like, I like when he just gives out that blunt no <laughs> like when I asked him to join Twitter no <laughs> I, I, no I, I didn't give a blunt blank what, what blunt even where yeah blunt <laughs> that's the word blunt response I said I'll think about it and I'll think about it in three years when it's not popular when there's a new social network called I don't know Wizbox <laughs> when when Wizbox is the next big thing and I'll be on Twitter then saying, this shit's cool man I'm t- I'm tweeting. It's, like, it's all about whizzing now, man. <laughs> we whiz on people. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think about it. Um, I'm getting forced to join Twitter slowly and surely. In time. In time, I will. What about you? Do you have anything to say? Yeah, uh, I figured uh, I might as well announce this right now. Um, me and Ruthless Kayla are going to be on BBC Three Counties Radio um, tomorrow morning, you know, live. Or, well, since you guys are listening to this on Monday, you know, it would have already happened. But, um, hopefully I'll get a recording of that, you know, and put it up on the website. But basically we're going to, well, Ruthless is going to be um, discussing video games and stuff. So that should be pretty cool. I'm not sure if they're going to let me speak because the actual interview is with Ruthless Kid. But, you know, if I speak, then, yeah, that would be all good. Do you want to talk about how it happened, or...? Yeah, um, basically, you know, I, I made Ruthless join Twitter, and, you know, someone... He caught the attention of, of a BBC reporter, basically, and, you know, they contacted him on Twitter and asked if he would be open or willing to do an interview about video games and you know we just made it happen uh, I made Ruthless talk to the guy on the phone uh, they sent emails back and forth and everything so yeah pretty interesting see what happens on Twitter that's why you should <laughs> join <laughs> in the meantime you can add me on Facebook which is what <laughs> I am <laughs> Just search for Ramiz Quadri. I'm not the fat Mexican. I am, in fact, the cool Ramiz Quadri. Uh, at the moment, I have a picture of Thundercats Lionel on my picture. In support of the campaign of violence against children. Not actually violence against children. To stop violence against children. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, a campaign to actually violence against children. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. <laughs> That's not a good campaign whatsoever. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, no, I'm on Facebook for now. You can add me on that, or you can just send us an email, Ramiz at theepicnetwork.com, or which one is Gary at theepicnetwork.com? Yeah. There you go. Well, we'll put it down on the page when you're listening to this. But yeah, that's a few ways you could contact me. Otherwise, yeah. Twitter can wait. <laughs> and you can um, contact me on Twitter as well. Um, it's at Gary A. Swaby. Oh yeah, make sure you do that. Um, speaking of the um, support of you know children who have been abused or or whatever, uh, did you want to speak about your article and how it's been getting a lot of attention lately? You need to repeat that again. You just kind of bugged out. Oh um, you know um, 
the support of children who have been abused did you want to talk about your your article and how it's been getting a lot of attention no yes i will <laughs> uh, yeah no it's been cool uh, i think someone picked it up from somewhere i know a lot of people have been typing it in google as well but i actually think someone it's an nspcc campaign uh to stop violence against children uh, it's just a simple thing it was on Facebook and I think it was on Twitter as well it was on quite a lot of social networks basically where you just change a picture into a favourite cartoon of your childhood and the idea is is that you know you bring back memories to yourself and yeah obviously a few months back I did an article of my top 15 cartoons of all time you can check that out it's on the Epic Network in the article section somewhere um, it's cool uh, it was just helped me bring back memories and to this day right now I still want the Thundercats box set season 1 and 2 <laughs> so Christmas is coming up and even though I don't celebrate Christmas someone can buy it for me please <laughs> please oh, at least I know what to get you for Christmas yeah black Jesus you know what to get me for Christmas <laughs> <laughs> and even though it's your birthday on Christmas day as well so convenient if you want to get me something for my birthday you can download the whole Dragon Ball Z series for me no <laughs> <laughs> it's on blu-ray now just get it on that what the whole series yeah I think you can buy Dragon Ball Z um, like each saga on blu-ray really wow I need that eBay eBay Amazon I think might have some I don't know if play will but I know for sure, you can find on eBay Blu-ray copies of um, Dragon Ball Z sagas like the Freezer Saga, the Saiyan Saga. Okay, saga. I need to get me that now. <clears throat> Check it out. I'm hopefully going to join the Blu-ray saga soon, but even though it's not really certain that much, but you know how it is. At time, in time, it's all going to like go a bit insane, and everyone wants sharp visuals and stuff. But um. Yeah, no, check out the article, it's it's just cool, you can get in on your debate as well, because I know I missed out a lot of cartoons as well, I know Tom and Jerry is one of the cartoons I also watched when I was a little kid, and it's not on my list, um, but, you know, those were the other cartoons I remembered at the moment in time, and from the intros, from the stories, and it was fun typing it, uh, and I just hope people enjoy it and stuff. Yeah, look out for more of our original articles soon as well you know Rams is working on another um, one and I'll be working on some yeah we're work yeah working on a couple of more I'll be back writing in about two weeks time so basically once our next podcast happens I'll be back on regularly typing articles keeping people updated on our favourite news <laughs> our favourite latest news um, coming out and such at the moment again we've just both been really busy hence why this podcast itself was quite delayed but um, fear not you guys have still been visiting the site keeping it really well helping us uh, update no not update helping us just grow in a sense which we really appreciate and we hope you carry on just giving the site some love 
Alright. <laughs> so on that on that note, um we're about to bounce. I'm very hungry, so I'm gonna get something to eat. Shame. You're hungry. I need, <laughs> I need to actually calm this noise down. There's loads of noise happening around my house. But um Hey right, man, you're you're at university, there's always something going on, man. I know. True. But the walls are way too light. Way, way too light. I feel like someone's gonna burst through my wall. Just <laughs> literally, like, you know, the man shaped sort of thing you have <laughs> when someone <laughs> jumps through the wall. I literally think that's gonna happen someday. Like Robocop or something when he just like, <laughs> bursts through the wall and grabs someone. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. Arnold Schwarzenegger style. <laughs> Ice Age. Anyway, <laughs> I'll leave you to it then. I, you need to go eat, get some grub. And yeah. you do the send off. Alright. Take care, people. As promised, I'm gonna play the Lil Kim disc right now. So make sure you listen if you haven't heard it already. And go download it from the site as well. And we'll see you next time. Peace. People are assuming, even though you say it's not specifically about her, that Roman revenge is. Roman's revenge. Roman revenge is revenge. Um, you know. She just really jumped out the window. And you gotta be careful when you pick fights. And that's what I've learned in this business. You just never know. Shut the f up. That's right. Only Abso can give you a look like this. DJ Absolute bumping some other sh. Want war, FedEx beef straight to your front door. It'll be a murder scene. I'm turning Pink Friday to Friday the 13th. I right, you, little Kim clone clown. All this buffoonery, the ish stops now. Time for you to lay down. I'm sick of the fraud. I put hands on his dick like a spa massage. We all know your last names. What got you your job? Used to put together gimmicks, something like a collage. Since you're putting on the show, you gon' get the applause. Clap, clap. Lift your frame like a f- garage. Yeah. This hush ish, you and Drake ain't built for. This to this, the other bitch almost got killed for. I'm still counting what hardcore generated Bet my ish keeps spinning like a syndicated Corny broad, I leave bloody like administrated Your hot air ass should've been deflated This ain't a championship fight, I've been the greatest See the fact is, what you doing, I did it Lame trying to clone my style and run with it That's cool, I was the first one with it Use a little Kim wannabe, you just hate to admit it I'm the blueprint, you ain't nothing brand new Check your posters and videos, you'll always be number two I seen him come, I seen him go, still I remain Sweetie, you going on your 14th minute of fame I'm over 10 years strong, still running the game Cut the comparisons, I'm in a legendary lane Fighting for a spot, child please, I'm solidified With my hands tied, you couldn't beat me if you bit Try. Either you're high, sipping that bitch Wayne on I get top dollar for whatever my name on Go stick your head in a tornado, brainstorm I drop bombs, flex, napalm Little Kim, Black Friday, the official Nicki Minaj diss Long awaited, let's do it Ah, uh. want war, FedEx beef straight to your front door 
It'll be a murder scene. I'm with all due respect, Friday the thirteenth, past and present, and without further all this buffoonery, the ish stops now. Time for you to lay down. I'm sick of the fraud. I put hands on his dick like a spa massage. We all know your last names. What got you your job? Used to put together gimmicks, something like a collage. Since you're putting on the show, you gon' get the applause. Clap, clap, lift your frame like a f garage. Yeah, this hush ish you and Drake ain't built for. This to this the other bitch almost got killed for. I'm still counting what hardcore generated. Bet my ish keeps spinning like a syndicated. Corny broad, I leave you bloody like you administrated. Your hot air should have been deflated. This ain't a championship fight. I've been the championship fight. I've been the greatest. See, the fact is, what you doing, I did it. my style and run with it. That's cool, I was the first one with it. Use a little Kim wannabe, you just hate to admit it. I'm the blueprint, you ain't nothing brand new. Check your posters and videos, you'll always be number two. I seen him come, I seen him go, still I remain. Sweetie, you going on your 14th minute of fame. I'm over 10 years strong, still running the game. Cut the comparisons, I'm in a legendary lane. Fighting for a spot, child, please, I'm solidified. With my hands tied, you couldn't beat me if you bit. Try. Either you're high, sipping at this weighing on I get top dollar for whatever my name on Go stick your head in a tornado, brainstorm I drop bombs, flex, napalm Black and yellow, we'll pull up in your ghetto Giuseppe's when I step out, posted up in stilettos So pink like my kitty saying hello If I whistle, their pistol whip you in all five barrels I'm from Brooklyn, I be everywhere comfortably Now who pumped you and told you to come romp with me? You the type to run your mouth and then look for me I'm popping off in your hood with no company Come on, Queens ain't showing you no love I was dead the other night popping bottles with the thugs You like Washington, heifer, I'm Benji You got a buzz right now and I had a frenzy Oh yeah, welcome to the fam, Fendi You need to stop, you're not hot, you're a burning match That means the end is near soon Copy that? Oh, I see They really got you gas Like I'm a thing of the past Better slow down, dummy You bout to crash Stink put Oh, I'm giving you a bath The mama that in hand And I'm coming for your ass <laughs> Who you think you getting past? I see right through you Your whole shit is made of glass Ask your motherfucking loop Draw back, I'm a Brooklyn barrel bitch. Rap for my barrel bitch. Never been the type to have beef and try to settle this. I ride out till the wheels fall off. And my ticket breeze till the last shell go off. Your whole team, all I see is a bunch of weirdos. Use the earhead, scarecrow. Ha, ain't nothing old but my money. This is grown liquid acids. Benjamin's my daddy, you young money bastards. You and Diddy? Sorry, bunch of swagger jackers. I mothered you hoes. I should claim you on my income tax. Bobby fish in the flesh. Talk about a great. So on my next move, I'm yelling, checkmate. I smell a massacre. Charles Manson, you don't stand a chance with her. Jeffrey Diamond, you looking like lunch to me. About to kill all you like Ted Bundy. Leave your whole head red like Peg Bundy. You're hilarious. Thanks for all the laughs. You garbage, so I'm taking out the trash. You wish on me? Come on, baby girl. Ain't enough X shots in the world. You're a nuisance. You probably still my nuisance, but you can never f with me, so chuck it up, deuces. All around the world, I ball like a ball team. I stack chips. Call me Mrs. Rothstein. Tricks is for kids, silly rabbit. You're my offspring. Kim more anticipated than a LeBron ring.